This episode was brought to you by our sponsors, Barbarian Apparel and Above and Beyond Wash and Seal. For more info on any of these sponsors, please go to the links below. Now, please enjoy this episode. What's up, Stalemates? Welcome back to another episode of Stalemates. We are coming off of uh, Stalemate Street League 1. We are recording this on a Tuesday evening. Uh, gave ourselves a little bit of a break. The past... When did we start planning this? Two months ago? Yeah, maybe a little over two months ago. Yeah, something Around like that. There. It's been pretty stressful and pretty crazy, but now that... The dust has settled, shall we say. I feel like it's time to talk about everything that kind of went on and uh, kind of the, the highs and lows of doing the event. It feels sweet that we crushed all the goals that we wanted to do. Um, and I think all things considered, it, everything went pretty according to plan except for the whole Pat Downey thing that happened. But that was something that was always kind of in the back of our minds yeah, lingering lingering you know it was was he gonna show was he gonna not i thought he would um we'll get into that a little bit later later on uh but as far as the the ticket sales sold out the patreon um we got pretty close to like our like our first initial goal we beat right away and then the next goal was like our projection and we hit mm. that doubled that and then the third goal was like, well, if we hit this, this is like really what we want to do. And we got pretty close. So um, as far as all that goes, it was a success on my, on, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. Went about as smooth as we could hope for, for our first event. Yeah. And we got some stuff like, honestly, as far as like the in-person goes, there's not a ton that I really wanted to improve and like talking with some people that were there and, and helpful and people have opinions that I respect. It was like, you need to run it back and do it the same way, the same place, the same, the, everything the same. Like yeah. the rule sets pretty much the same. Um, the times and like the time periods of the periods and everything the same. Um, there was really only one match where a guy got like super gassed, but uh-huh. he also the dude who got super gas like came out wearing like a, he had, yeah one of the most memorable walkouts yeah blake Sorensen. he came out wearing a chain and like he had a cradle i don't think he had it locked up but he had it pretty close and had like the crowd going so yeah he went for it i know he was pretty busy with like his work life leading up to it and so he said he didn't have a ton of time to train but for the most part most of the matches were pretty competitive yeah no definitely they were all pretty Pretty well matched, and they were all entertaining still. Yeah, to lead off the card, uh, Garrett Owens and Jake, or yeah, Garrett Owens and Jake Agnich led off the card. And Jake told me he was going to go for the Splato, but I mean, yeah. we talked about it several times, and and uh, you know, there was all kinds of like predictions and stuff that were going around. And when he actually like went for it, I was like, holy crap, like you know, twenty seconds in, and it happened so fast too. I know that was smooth. It went smooth. Um, it went. Probably like Garrett told me he wanted to be the underdog, um, which is funny because now Garrett's like, you got to find me somebody that's more evenly <laughs> matched. But yeah, um, for you know that was fun. That was fun. It was fun to see. Fun to see like uh, Jake had his two wrestlers in the corner. Did you see that? Right. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Roga and Tank Runyon. Mm. Um, but the next match was uh, Dylan Cox and uh, Sam White. I was kind of surprised. I was too. You know, yeah. Sam White was uh all the rage beforehand and and he he 
he showed up, he, you know, unattached. Nobody was with him in his corner. Fellers got upside in his mm. corner, which is cool to see. And Sam went out there and lost, was it one to zero or two to zero with riding time? Two to zero with riding time. Yeah. But it was a close match, competitive. Right. No, definitely. It was, I mean, it was a close match. I wasn't expecting it to be that low scoring. And then, I mean, Cox was tough too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a couple other matches in the night that were close. There was a lot of like, like the Tanner Werner Gunner Wolf, Tanner Werner and Gunner Wolfensberger match. He went mm. up or, like I didn't get to see a lot of it because I was too busy running back. Like my whole job or role was to get the next match ready and then mm. tell them when to walk out and and all that. And so I didn't get to watch a lot of it. And watching Tanner Werner and Gunner Wolfensberger, like watching guys like Tanner Werner who lost, but he was going for like a throw, right? Slipped out right. of it, and then Gunner got control. Like being able to watch that and then. Just like Peyton Rice going, like he was, he was getting taken down, um, or not really getting taken down. Colin Heideman, uh, shout out. Which a lot of these guys I didn't get to meet too much, which kind of sucks. So I'd right. like to, like to, you know, next time we meet, next time we do this, if they're back on the card or not, be able to actually talk to them a little bit more. Definitely. But Colin was in on a single leg, and and that clip that we posted went crazy on Instagram. Just freaking like headlocked them or something. Threw him straight to his back, pin. Corby's yelling money on the mat. Someone <laughs> yeah. threw money on the mat. Someone actually threw money on the mat. Do you know who that was? Yeah, Fellers did. I, I figured for yeah. some reason. Would that yeah. be sick if that turned into like a tradition? Like if somebody pins somebody, uh, they get just everybody throws money out there for yeah, the person. I would love that. Yeah. Um, probably the most hype match of the night was Mikey England and Jimmy Schuster, which was kind of predicted because if you're going off ticket sales, both of those guys sold the most amount of tickets. Um, Jimmy had like his whole family and the entire Grandview Nation. Yeah. That whole uh, south side of the it ballroom, was Grandview was Grandview. That side, Centerville, this side, and yeah, supporters. Exactly. Other than one of the VIP tables was a Centerville table. Uh, other than that, the fact that they were both had everybody on their feet, literally everybody in there was on their feet for the most the, part. The place was vibrating. On the walkouts. Right. Dude, I had chills. I think uh, I think I literally walked away and I was like like freaking yelled, like, let's freaking go. Yeah. That's what that's what we it looked crazy. for, you know. It's uh, like we wanna give we wanna give these dudes like uh an opportunity to feel like they're freaking Conor McGregor for the night. Exactly. That's that's probably my favorite part was even like the matches below that. A lot of those guys haven't hadn't wrestled in so long and like people like Gunnar Wolfensberger and uh paying rice they were you could tell they were genuinely excited after yeah. their wins and their emotions i think that's the thing with wrestling is like where we like don't ever give people like uh glory mm -hmm. unless like you make the finals of a huge major tournament you know right. like you never get walkout songs you no. never get any of that you win it's stoic just walk back to center shake hands and leave like yep. so to me that's not what stanwich street league is like if you want like a lot of the stuff that i'm trying to model with stanwich street league and what you know i think the end goal is is to be like the ufc where you watch the ufc the first match of the night the prelims it could mm. be your first fight in the ufc or it could be your uh you're good. Uh, it could be uh, shout out to the the cleaning crew. Um, it could be the first match of the night, or it could be the last match of the night. Right. For the UFC, it could be a prelim or or a title shot or whatever. Every single guy gets a walkout, and yeah. they get a walkout there with their coaches behind them. Um, you know, the crowd is there. They're they're on pay per view and all that, and like that's what I want. Still, yeah. 
street league to be like everybody gets a cool walkout and i'll let the guys get creative with it like mikey asked like how mm -hmm. you know he made this his caption how weird can i get with it do whatever you want right you yeah know? and and just having just having people like mikey do that and like hopefully the response that people see like he walked out with the uh, the fireman costume uh -huh. and everything and and got the crowd going that'll attract more people to do right. that and you I know? think like even the wrestlers in it, they know our brand and know that we're totally game for those type of things. But I think seeing Mikey do that and especially the response after kind of like set a standard and made a lot of people realize like, oh, like it can it can be whatever we want it to be. It can do whatever you want. And you don't even have to do it. Like if you don't want to do what Mikey's doing, it doesn't you, have just, to be that you just want to compete and you want to scrap, then go ahead. You right. Know? Um, obviously we're going to try to keep around the guys that we think fit what we're doing and the guys that enjoy it, you know, uh -huh. I think, I think there were some guys that were doing it. I, I actually, I, you know, I, you haven't seen the post-match interviews that our camera crew did. Yeah. I've gone, gone through them and almost all of them said, yeah, I'll do it again. And I don't think anybody, I was mostly worried that some of the guys wouldn't understand like our vision of what we were doing. And they were going to be like, oh man what did i sign up for this is mm -hmm. this is not a good look for me or anything like that but like none of them did and i think yeah. most of them are pretty well versed on what we're going for and most of them like delivered in one way or another like we're seeing with Sorensen, even though he was pretty gassed and tired out he still came out with the chain he yeah. walked out the sexy boy by Shawn michaels uh, like he was having fun with it too and definitely. he was at the after party hanging out and and same with like Mikey and Jimmy, they both knew exactly what we were going for. And then even like the main events, like Willie Nicholas came in in a 10 hour notice. Willie's not even like a big stalemates guy. He followed us like a couple of days before, <laughs> yeah. but he quickly caught on and like super nice dude. I got to meet him and he was freaking awesome. We can't thank him enough for like, mm. for doing it. Um, but he came out in like a cowboy hat, yep. a Punisher shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone was game and everybody like, it was just cool to see everybody having fun. Yeah. Um, Colt McChrystal is actually going to come on the show here shortly. He's going to come on. We're going to talk even more uh, with him about it. But Colton is a guy, and he said this in his post-match interview. Yeah. He's like, I've been a Stalemates fan since day one. I've been on the Stalemates train. And so people like Colton, man, like forever appreciative of of him. Like he was the mm. first like big name guy to come on and do and want to do it. And, right. And uh he was super easy to work with, probably the easiest one to work with. He just had a freaking baby, you know? So mm. um, Chris Dardanes was super easy to work with. That match was fun. Like they, they, I know Dardanes ended up getting pinned, but for the most of the match, it was like a hard hand fight and those guys were going yeah, after it, you know? They were aggressive. Uh -huh. Kyvin looked good. Kyvin was, you know, Kyvin delivered on his, his end of the bargain. Um, his whole team was there. The people that Kyvin brings was awesome nate carr mm -hmm. jumping on i said that i tweeted this i had no clue nate carr was going to do it yeah david carr so originally it was matt mcdonough matt mcdonough actually ended up getting covid so he had to pull out and uh david carr was on ian parker's guest list because that was his training partner coach and i was like david do you want to like call some matches i was just thinking like just jump on the broadcast a little bit call some matches and then whenever it's time for him to go coach he would go coach and I just thought after that, Ryan Warner and and uh, and Corby, Corby would take care of it. Well, all of a sudden, someone comes over and they're like, dude, Nate Carr's on the call. And I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. And just being able to go back and listen to it, it's freaking sweet. So, like, think about this. You're just some... You're just a wrestler who hasn't wrestled in a long time, and you decide to do this exhibition match. Yep. And then you get to hear one of the greatest wrestlers ever. You uh, know? Yeah. Iowa State royalty. 
you had to come on and and talk about you wrestling analyze your analyze wrestling. your wrestling critique your match like being able to listen to that to me is exactly what we're going for and i'm sure nate carr had nothing he had he had probably no clue about stalemates mm. or had no idea what was going on he was just sitting there i think david said hey you should go do this while i'm gone jumped up and did it yeah yeah i just looked over and i was like oh my gosh how is this happening how's this all coming together like this everything came together you yeah. know how we wanted it to so yeah um, looks like Colt McChrystal has joined our show. Let's try to uh, jump him in here. This is like the first time that we've done it like this, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah. All right. Well, Colt McChrystal has joined us here. He is coming off a fresh victory at Stalemate Street League, the inaugural uh, Stalemate Street League. It is now Tuesday, and uh, how you know three or four days after competition. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm I'm good. I mean, yeah, it, I only wrestled four minutes, so uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad, really. Yeah. Um, what was the What was the reception from uh, your friends and family that were able to tune in? What they think about the event overall? They loved it. They loved it. Yeah, I've had I've had different people every day um, hit me up and tell me it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it it was awesome. I mean, everyone loved it. And crazy thing is. is um, my wife was going to come yeah. and we're, she was going to bring our three week old. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, kind of last minute we we're like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> she would have been drenched in beer. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. We had people reach out leading up to it. Like, can I bring my kid and everything? And I was just kind of like, Oh, I didn't really think about that. Cause I don't have kids. So it's something that would have never crossed my radar. And I was just like, well, I, I mean, I think so. I mean, it, like, it's just up to you guys. I'm not, you know, swim at your own risk if you want to bring your kid. But um, let's talk about your match a little bit. I think I told you this in the locker room afterwards. A lot of people did pick Dardanes, and you came out and you looked freaking good. I will say there were people that were picking you, but you came out and you pinned them. And, you know, I'm talking to people afterwards. I'm like, who looked the most impressive tonight? A lot of people said performance-wise, you looked the most impressive. Um, <laughs> w was the result shocking to you? Um, yeah, maybe the way it happened. Um, I, I was ready for a freaking barn burner. You know, I, I know that he's a guy who just gets you dog ass tired. Um, and then opens up on you. Um, and I just said, yeah, I didn't really give him a chance to do that. Um, I, I really expected kind of a shootout. I thought, you know, I wasn't going to try to ride him. I didn't think he'd try to ride me. So I was thinking even, even going into that third period, if I would have scored some backs, like, I thought it was going to open up for on both ends. You know, I was, I was definitely getting tired. He was getting tired. Um, but I thought it was going to go start to go a little crazy, but, um, I squeezed him pretty tight <laughs> and, yeah. uh, yeah, I guess it just one second left, I think in a second and put him away. Yeah. It was one second left. I didn't realize that until I had went back and watched it. Um, but as far as like the crowd and atmosphere goes, what did, what would it, what did it remind you of anything or what did it feel like? Or, you know, what was it like wrestling in front of, cause there, it was a, it was a, there was a lot of people in a small room. So um, yeah. we weren't breaking attendance records as far as like, you know, wrestling events goes, but as far as like that ballroom goes, there was a lot of people in there. <laughs> and what's funny is if you watch the stream, the like the back few rows were empty and that's not because people didn't show up. It's because everybody crowded the mat. Um, so yeah. what did it feel like having that intimate atmosphere? It, it was awesome. Uh, I, I can't even really like relate it to much, you know, I've wrestled in some big venues, but 
um, some rowdy venues. Like, you know, I never wrestled in West Gym. I, I think maybe it's like a West Gym with beer. Like, yeah, yeah. people right on top of you. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was sweet. And, you know, like you could or neither of us were really like a hometown guy. So, yeah. you know, like like the Grandview guys weren't really crazy for our match or anything. Um, all I remember is freaking fellers. Yeah. Fellers just going into the second period. I choose down fellers is just coaching up Dardanes and he's yelling bulldog him bulldog. Him. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out what the hell a bulldog is. Yeah. Um, as I'm go- getting ready and, uh, what does that mean? Um, Have you figured that out? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have no idea. He didn't bulldog me. I don't think so. <laughs> What's funny is so fellers we've already, so we've been recording a little bit before this show, but fellers keeps getting brought up because, um, Two two reasons. So one, uh, Peyton Rice's match after he got the pin, he Corby was like, "There's money on the mat. Someone threw money on the mat." <laughs> Fellers is the one I believe he threw the money out. And then also when the refs came back, they both came back to the locker room and they were like both looking at each other like, "What the heck just went on out there?" They're they're <laughs> both excited. But um, I asked Bill Reed, one of the officials, he's from Fort Dodge, where Fellers is also from, and uh, he's like. He was like, do you know who Adam Fellers is? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, man, he was on me the whole night, you know. <laughs> so it, but when you're in that that intimate atmosphere, you can definitely you can definitely hear everything that's going on, you know. Um, oh yeah. One thing I was kind of laughing about is like, I feel like every time I looked out in the crowd, you were out in the crowd, kind of enjoying it as a fan. Is that was that what you were doing, or were you just trying to? I had to. It? Yeah, I had to. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I've always been like that, even if like you know teammates or anything. But especially this event, you know, like I I yeah, I had to be out there. Yeah, and you brought a little... And I still miss some. I know, I did too. Have you got to watch the stream back yet or no? Yeah, yeah, I watched it back right away. Cool. Yeah. I've watched it a couple of times myself. Um, <laughs> you brought a whole crew with you. Who was, who was with you? I know you told me, but... Yeah, so I had uh, Jonah Egley in my corner as my coach. He's actually going to be on staff with us this year. Cool. Um, and then uh, the other three guys, we had uh, Evan Shell. He's our 25-pounder. Noah Stiskel's our 41. And then John Diener's our All-American at 149. So, yeah, they're kind of, you know, the guys I spend a lot of time around, um, have all summer. I'm glad they could come and enjoy it. You know, I, I love involving them. You know, this is the second event I've taken this year. I did that Wisconsin RTC thing. And so I just like involving those guys in, uh, you know, preparations for my own stuff. Um, cause even, you know, I take this serious, you know, I'm going to train, I'm not going to go out there and look like a bum. So, <laughs> you know, I grab those guys and get in the room and train for it. And, uh, yeah, just, just kind of show them, show them what I do to prepare at least. Um, what was their, then, what was their reaction to your match? Um, I don't know. It wasn't, there was a photographer that put out a, uh, you know, put out their smug mug and you can see the, uh, like as it evolves, I'm in that single leg. Then I go to the waist. Then I lock my hands, and then I pull them across my chest. And Evan Shell, each picture, he's he goes from sitting to higher to higher, and then he gets down low. And at the very end, he's laying on the ground, That's slapped awesome. in the mat. Um, <laughs> and he was. Now, in, I'm gonna have to get some of those pictures. Those were awesome. Yeah, was he? Yeah, they're they're pumped up. Okay, was he in your corner? Or was he in the crowd? He's in the crowd. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So was there a lot of familiar faces for you uh, at this event? I mean, you're an Iowa guy, but I fe- I've always felt like Western Iowa was a little bit its own like <laughs> island. Did you recognize a lot of the other guys there? Obviously, it was kind of around your age, so I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, quite a few. I mean, a ton, actually. You know, like, geez, 
bunch of history. It was fun for me because yeah, there's so many guys in my era that were there. Like, um, even like a Wolfsburg or Wolfensberger and yeah. uh, Werner match. Like I wrestled Werner in college once and, um, you know, Wolfsburger, um, when Den- that year the Denver just freaking stomped on everybody at yeah. state tournament, I was one of the guys that got stomped on mm. and you know that he won it that year. And, um, freaking Mikey England yeah. is, uh, that did something else. <laughs> I don't know him that well, but, yeah. um, he was, he was awesome. Yeah. He, and I didn't know that. Uh, so he fights, yep. right. Yep. And so I didn't know that going into it. And I watched his, I was standing there and I watched the whole match and he's killing it. Like he looks in great shape. He's wrestling. Awesome. And I'm like, what the heck does this guy do? kind of fires this guy fight to yeah, be able to yeah. wrestle like that yeah like he was killing it yeah that's mikey so he's my cousin i'm sure you know that by now but yeah he, um, i heard that he uh yeah i mean when we were trying to put this card together like he to me is like he's the biggest name that i knew personally yeah you know and then we started doing stalemate so things got you know a little bit different um but like you were the first one to really reach out that was a big name that reached out like through twitter and whatnot i know you'd followed us and i i know who you are how old are you by the way uh, I'm 26. I yeah. think I graduated in 13. So same. So we're the same age. Yeah. And yeah. so I remember watching you. You were a lot better than me. And so <laughs> when you followed us, I was like, oh, that's freaking sweet. And then you're like, hey, I'll wrestle on this thing. And I'm like, no freaking way. <laughs> and then uh, the original thing was going to be have like you and Mikey were going to be like kind of our lead guys. And then um, I'll, I've told this story before how, how the Dardanes match came for you because you're originally going to wrestle uh, Connor Leprezzi from Cornell. And yeah. uh He's kind of going through like a career change, and I kind of got the vibe that he was uh, maybe not, maybe not uh, in the right. You know, it was just the timing was yeah. weird because he's going through career changes and stuff. And and you're already on the card, and I'm thinking like nobody wanted to take the Dardanes match because there's people who were on the card <laughs> that was like they're on the they're like hey you know I, I, they're already on the card agreed to it, and then I went to them and I was like hey uh, how about Chris Dardanes like. Nah, I can't do it, you know? And so you were already there, and I'm like, well, why wouldn't... You guys are around the same weight. And so it was like, I asked you, and your response is, oh, heck yeah. And then I asked Dardanes, and he was like, no matter what I said, I could have said the whole thing. He's been like, yeah, I don't care. Like, he was fine. He was fine no matter who it was. And then both of you guys, like, didn't care about weight. The easiest thing we had to do was deal with both of you guys. So, you know, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the other matches go, was there any of them that were a surprise? um surprise i mean i guess gunner gunner looked freaking good yeah he, you know um, I, I i don't know what i don't know what werner does now but you know he's not that long out of college and what gunner gunner's on staff at simpson right i think so he's still in the coaching realm but okay he yeah, yeah he and looked he, good and he's light too by the way he he, really? he weighed in light he was originally supposed to wrestle gustavo and gustavo like you saw with a little chunky nowadays. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that video, but he's got a little, you know what I'm saying, on him. And Gustavo uh, was like weighing 175. He's like, dude, can I just weigh in 175? Do I really have to get to 170? And so I'm like, well, let me text Gunner. I text Gunner. Gunner's like, well, I weigh 162. Uh, so I called Gunner. I called Gustavo. I'm like, dude, get your ass down to 170. He, he's already given up eight pounds. It doesn't need to be 13 or whatever. Um, but no, I think I think for the most part, I will say, I'll, Tanner Werner took that match on a pretty late notice. 
Yeah. Well, he didn't get nearly as long as Gunner did. I'll say that. Yeah. But he yeah. went upper body right away and almost, mm-hmm. you know, almost had him in some trouble early. And that was right on the edge where the Grandview people were. That would have been exciting. Yeah. That would have been big time. Yeah. Um, that one was good. Yeah. Like I said, Mikey looked good. I knew Agnes was going to freaking tear it up. Yeah. Um, he, he was slow playing it. He's the first guy I saw when I walked in. He's like, oh, man, you know, <laughs> not, not really feeling up to this. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's, I knew he'd kill it. Yeah, that's what he's, all, he's all talk. Yeah, that was him. I feel like he was. He, yeah. he was doing that for months leading up to it. Yeah, but I, I think he liked it. We're actually talking about maybe getting him and Dylan Cox to wrestle each other. Oh, that's a decent be one. Good. Because because yeah. Dylan was 33 and then um, Agnich was 45, but Agnich weighed in at 40. So yeah, I feel like if they wrestled at 40, it'd be entertaining. And Dylan Cox looked for good. He's kind of from your neck of the woods, right? No, so he's Atlantic, right? Is it right. Atlantic over in Western Iowa or no? Yeah. No, Atlantic's closer to Des Moines. Des Moines, right? Oh, okay. okay. I didn't know that. Um, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I have no clue, dude. I don't go west yeah. of Waukee, so <laughs> closest, <laughs> closest guys. Uh, so like Neiman, Jake Neiman. Yeah, is like he over Neiman there? Or, yeah, so he's uh, like we used to go to their tournament every year. He's way younger, but uh, and then Peyton Rice, like we used to go to the same tournament um every year. Uh, Either he kind of stole my thunder. He had that sick throw. <laughs> I know know. he looked good man he looked good what's funny is afterwards like we we interviewed him like would you come back and he's like oh and then his brother got in the camera he's like oh he's coming back so (laughs) people were pumped you see a match like that you see a good a good performance like that we got to get guys like that back you Mm -hmm. know and he freaking he freaking went for it uh Dylan Coxell looked good I think a lot of I think everybody had Sam White picked and honestly at some point I was like I remember saying like I feel bad for Dylan Cox because we didn't know how good Sam White was well, Dylan Cox was in freaking good shape, and and yeah, it was. Sam White never really opened up to the point he maybe could have. But Sam White wants to come back, and Dylan mm-hmm. Cox wants to come back, so be interesting. Um, yeah, how's the dad life going? <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, luckily, last Thursday night, my my wife took over for me, so I could get some good rest. But <laughs> nice, got a got uh-huh. a night off. Then did you sleep well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. She was she was up for me when I got home on Friday too. So oh, that nice. was perfect. You went home that <laughs> night then, huh? Yeah, we drove back. We drove back just because, yeah, basically just because left my wife at home with the baby. Yep. Um and yeah, long night, but it was worth it. Okay. Good, good here. Not would you would you come back, by the way? Oh, for sure. All right, you would do yeah. it again. Did you like the rules? I did. I was nervous about the small high school mat yeah with the step outs like i was thinking like dang by the time they get to these big guys like they're gonna be stepping out every action there really wasn't never. a lot though no, no never happened like there really wasn't a, there really wasn't a lot and i thought they called it right for the most part if you go back and watch some of the matches i can't remember what it was but there was one where a guy like kind of cut him on the edge and it was like eh, is that a push out or not and they didn't call yeah, it which i like I that. that it could it should be a little bit of a judgment thing um yeah. the controvert the most controversial the most controversial call was Mikey England's takedown against Jimmy. Did you get to watch that yet? Yeah. So the, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, like neutral danger zone. Yes. What do you think of that? That's the rules. Yeah. Like that if that was if that was a college match, that would have been called. Yeah, and so I think that was the biggest misconception is people were thought it was called as like a traditional takedown, but that wasn't the case. 
where we probably messed up was not maybe alerting people that it's modern college rules. So like, if you think about it, Mikey and Jimmy were both gone by the time that rule came into effect. Yeah. So, oh, for sure. So neither one of them, like Mikey wasn't aware he got two either because he was still holding on to that leg. Well, he should have really got called for stalling because if you hold on a leg for, for yeah. five seconds after a, after you have control, it's it's a stall, which, right? Which that rule wasn't in play either. So the, those guys would have had no idea what the hell was going on. So That's neither one of them did. That's why they, they, they're both holding on to each other's ankles forever. And it was like, no, the, the two's already been given up because of the danger then. But I, but I guess what I didn't realize at the time, and I'm not a big rule book guy, was that if you get the danger call too, that it's actually like a takedown and not just two points, you know? Like you, you are now on top and you're collecting writing time. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and, and you, can, you can get back points really quick right after that. I mean, right. if a guy doesn't recover, you just freaking... He's he's in like the dang walls of Jericho there. Yeah, he's he was. Get some back points quick. <laughs> and no one's gonna even know it. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is Nick Mitchell was actually in the crowd as a spectator. He didn't. I don't think he cornered anybody the whole night. Most people had their buddies or their their kids or whatever, or their dad or you know someone close to them um, coaching them. And Nick Mitchell was in the crowd. He got up and went over to the score table and was like trying to argue the call. Like to me, that that shows. <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's freaking sweet that Mitchell did that. That shows like <laughs> Jimmy hasn't wrestled at Grandview in you know five years or so, maybe longer. Yeah. And his coach has still got his back for him like that. That was awesome. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Would you? What's do, uh? What's next? What's the? Um, I mean, we're, we got to roll We want to do it again. And I think, I think the more we do it, the easier it's going to be because now we know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just going to be, the more you do it, I think the faster and the, and the less stressful it'll be now that I'm sure there's going to be a whole new set of problems that you will come up with, but we're already, I was already texting people and DMing people trying to, you know, get some feelers out like, Hey, what about this? Like we're thinking about October 30th. I've thrown your name around the hat a little bit. Um, I'll say this and I'll bleep, I'll bleep it out if this doesn't go well. Brandon Wright, maybe. I, I've not talked to him, but Brandon Wright. I owe him. Yeah. I owe him. Yeah. He got me. My redshirt year at college, I was beating him the whole freaking match. And uh, he's, he's an old guy. I was a young guy. Nickel and dime me at the end and freaking got me. Yeah, I mean, like the last two seconds of the match took me down for the win. So there's him. And then there was somebody else on the card that I was thinking about that would have been good. I can't remember. But you're like, what is it? 150 that you want to wrestle around like nowadays? Um, 50, 55, whatever. I mean, did you cut it off for this? I actually I went in like three weeks ago and I weighed like 60. No which, way. I mean, that's you know, not really cutting, but, yeah. um, I usually walk around at like 55, okay. just, uh, yeah. Late night snack and feed the baby, feed myself. Because I remember mm -hmm. when we were setting up your weight, we were talking to our, to Dardanes and I think either you said 50 and he said 55. And then I asked you guys both and, or maybe he said 55 and he said, 50, I can't remember, but you guys are both around the same weight. And I remember asking you guys, you guys, I was, you guys were like, I don't care. And I was like, what do you guys prefer? And then you guys both said the opposite weight. And I was like, uh, well, how about this? I mean, what was it, 50 or 55? We did 55. Yeah, I think I just went with the heavier option. But Yeah. 
Um, no, I yeah, which up. that's a when I uh, when I showed up to weigh-ins, Corby said uh, he's like, yeah, Dardanes is already here. He said he doesn't give a shit if you uh, if you make weight or not. We're wrestling the match. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that was that was my biggest fear was was somebody not making weight and then the other guy being yeah. like, no, and then his family's like sitting out there. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. I think everybody made weight. Garrett Owens was the only one who cut a lot of weight. He cut like 20 pounds yeah. to wrestle Agnich. He missed Dang. it. He missed it by four tenths. Well, I when he got there, he was like, oh, I'm six tenths. I'm, I'll get it down. And I told him, I was like, hey, because I had already talked to Jake, and Jake yeah. was like, I don't care what he weighs. Just right. like as long as he's within reason. And so I was like, hey, <laughs> I was like, you're within, you know, six tenths. Less than a pound. And you're so okay. Jake said it was cool. But I think I think it was all good for the most part. I think. I'm just trying to decide if we should change the rule set or not because I like the time periods. I thought the one two two was good. Did you think it was good for the undercard guys? I know you were two two two. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, you know, those guys that don't if you're not if you're not wrestling that much, like mm-hmm. yeah, two 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 by the time I mean, if you go two 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 that like fifth and sixth minute, the, the product is just gonna is just gonna crash. You right. know, those guys are mm-hmm. gonna be so dead by the third period. At least like you know, a couple of matches, there was like one long scramble in the first period and then it was over. Right. You know, so they, they kind of got to reset, catch their breath and, and get after it again. So somebody said, yeah, if you get more, if you get more, um, you know, more recently, more recent wrestlers, I guess guys just getting out of college or just getting out of training. Yeah. You could probably wrestle whatever, but some of these guys are, you know, fresh off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Haven't, haven't laced them up for a while. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to like, you know, I'm trying to think of like our ideal market for wrestlers. Like I wanted it to be like all across the board. So you have guys like Kyvin and Pat who are still like tra- like doing this like for a living. And then, yeah, right. And then, <laughs> and then you guys, I also thought it'd be funny if we had guys like that high and then we had two guys who have never wrestled before, you know, like it, <laughs> if we had all that. But the more that we did this, the more studs that we got. And I, and I, at the beginning, I kept calling it like a rough and rowdy type thing. But then the more, the more people came out of the woodwork to do this, I'm like, these guys are, you know, these guys were pretty good. So, you know, I do want to make it legitimate and I do want people like yourself, like, you know, that are, that are freaking high quality guys to, to have somewhere to go. And like, my opinion is if the MMA world can have in the jujitsu world can have guys go and fist fight each other, um, you know, a few times a year at these local circuits, <laughs> why can't wrestlers go out and be like, Hey, I'm a coach. And like, you know, I don't really compete anymore. I'm not going to go try to sign up for the U S open or anything like that, or I'm not going to try to do that, but I'd like to compete and have fun and, you know, entertain yeah this is an outlet for them. And like, you know, hopefully we can take it different places. And I think for now, I think Des Moines good. I mean, it's kind of the center and what's crazy about Des Moines is it always gets overlooked. Cause everybody goes to like Iowa city or, you know, Ames and stuff like that. But I think, you know, I think, I think we're just trying to find the right guys who are, who are down to do it. No, I don't think you could find that many people in another area to fill in on that quick of notice too. Oh yeah. The fact that, that Willie Nicholas oh. had to be there, you know, right. Yeah. And then also Ty Noller filling in for Dakota Freese like two days before, yeah. two days before, like having Grandview here was like the best thing for mm, us, really. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they were the rowdies, right? All their matches were crazy. I know. Um, fans were going wild. Guys just freaking putting Blake Sorensen into the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Fans going crazy. Yeah. Yelling, put him in a body bag. And <laughs> why? 
Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, so when when's the season starting? Everything we should come out there. Where where is um where is Morningside? By the way, Morningside's in Sioux City. Sioux City. Okay. Yeah, well, not too far. Um, yeah, we uh we'll get things kicked off. Um, guys, just move in. Guys, move in next week. School starts next week, and then um, season really won't won't uh, get kicked off until first competition is going to be like mid November. Okay. Um, looking good or what the squad's going to be deep yeah i think so you know so last year was my first year here okay. um i just came in at the right time like we got some good guys um yeah i got some good guys i say that but you know we, we only had one all-american last year yeah um so yeah we're gonna be picking it up um i think uh we got some good guys coming in we got some guys kind of figuring it out um you guys, go, you guys go to any big uh, Division One opens at all? I see you guys at the Hair Nichols or anything. Um, probably not. Um, yeah, we don't have any of those really scheduled. Like, like we're gonna go to Carney this year. Um, okay. but you know, as far as Division One opens, uh, probably not because that's like we probably won't even compete by the time Harold Nichols happens. You're right. I don't think. I, I don't know what the dates are, but um it'll be close to that are so, you worried about COVID or anything like that is it is the school's been talking about anything can't control it i mean yeah i don't get paid to worry about it i guess yeah it, mm-hmm. it's whatever happens like you know the nai was crazy last year that we still wrestled like 30 some matches yeah they like, do their own thing. Going- i love the nai because they just do what they want to do <laughs> they're like oh okay. yeah they're like they're like, there's no recruiting uh, guidelines. There's no this. There's no that. You just, you're good. So we were just kind of like, you know, doing our thing. Um, we just didn't wrestle anybody but NAI competition. Yeah. Um, which was different, but not not a bad thing. Um, and so yeah, you know, it might happen. It might not. I don't know. I mean, they even in 2020 they even got their national tournament. Right. Every they're the only only division that got to wrestle the national tournament. Um so that yeah. I think a lot would have to happen to, to cancel the season or or the national tournament. So um Well I yeah. mess I mess with the NAIA, man. It's they're freaking passionate and and uh you know you get to see guys like Andrew Long come out of the woodworks and wrestle. You get to see guys <laughs> like Ben Provisor come back and wrestle, which he was in the building. That was that was freaking cool to yeah, see. Yeah, he was. He's in the corner for someone. Yeah, he was. He was a couple the, times. Yeah, and he he hung out quite a bit. He saw, talked to him a little bit at the after party. Maybe we get him a match out there. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, dang. There's a I thought someone requested Andrew Long for a match. <laughs> yeah, somebody did. Good. I mean, I'd be down if it if I don't we, know. If we can locate him. Yeah, I don't know. I've already, <laughs> I we'll figure it out. It was pretty stressful dealing with the whole PD3, <laughs> PD3 thing. Yeah, I'm sure. How did you, you find know, out I, that he wasn't gonna be on? Just our social or someone? Get yeah, I just I just saw it tweeted out. I I saw it blow up. Um, and you know, Pat, I went to school with Pat for, I mean, yeah. it was like a semester, a summer and a semester. But um, yeah, I was telling Tyler after the event. <laughs> he was a we were both freshmen together. Yeah, and I had just I had just turned eighteen, but like the week before school started, and he was twenty one. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, he uh, I learned learned some lessons from uh, Pat Downey. Um, yeah, and yeah, I I wish he would have I wish he would have made it happen. You I know, know everyone does. Yeah. I, w- I would have liked to see the match, and um, 
I mean, he's an interesting guy. He would have been win or lose. He would have, yeah, he would have had the crowd into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't even dog him too much. I mean, obviously it sucks and like, it's not how I would do business, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like we did that interview with him and I was saying like Flo should have expected him to say, you know, he's going to say wild stuff. That's the whole reason why you have him on his card. Cause he's, he does wild stuff and, and that gets, get, gets him attention. Um, and we got to play by those same rules. Like Pat does wild stuff and not showing up is a wild thing to do. <laughs> um, obviously I wish it would have went down a little bit differently. Um, but I don't have any like ill will towards him. Uh, I will. We, so we talked a little bit on the show today before you got on here. We didn't talk about that, but I said, I would talk about it a little bit. Uh, just, I'll clear up a little bit, thing, clear up a little bit of the, the rumors here. Um, one, we did not pay him yet because that was part of the, the contract. Two, we will not be suing him. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where that was coming from. Well, people were like, oh, they should, this, like, it made the forums, and people were like, you should sue him. It, it literally would be a waste of our time to sue him. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really that diabolical or mean of a no. person to do that. Uh, clearly. Um, get Karen. Yeah. Get Karen. <laughs> get Karen for fun. Do it. Um, no, we're not going to sue him. But the only thing that we were out was the flight costs, but I would say the trade-off for the promo that we got from it, it was probably yeah. worth it, you know, oh, yeah. um, as ter in terms of like stress and stuff, was it worth it? Um, it did add a lot of stress just <laughs> from the beginning to the end. And like, there was people that didn't like that we were going to have them on, but we were looking to get a lot of attention for our first event. Now going mm -hmm. forward, would we take, would we do, would we have Pat on there again? Probably not. Like I'd say that bridge is probably burned with us. Um, but I don't have any sort of like ill will towards him. I hope he finds whatever he's looking for. I know he tweeted the other day. He's just trying to find a way, whatever happens, you know, keep swinging and yeah. Out. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> he's doing, he's doing, he's this. made for Florida, man. He's, <laughs> yeah. made for Florida. <laughs> he's made for Florida. I thought he was made for stalemate street league, but <laughs> apparently the spirit airlines had something to do with it. So I don't know. Um, but anyways, I appreciate you uh, coming on, man. I'll be I'll be getting a hold of your agent sometime soon. All right. Yeah, sounds good. You sounds got good. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe I should actually get your number at some point. I don't even have either of your numbers. Yeah, I'll but, I'll, uh, I'll message you. I'll message you my number, and uh, we'll kind of be in. We'll be in touch. You never turned down an opponent, by the way. You everybody any name I threw out you, it was up. It was cool. Whatever. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. You, whoever you got. You could be our freaking, uh, you could be our Nate Diaz. You know what I'm saying? Anytime, any place. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, the next one was do a mini bracket. And I thought about that. I thought about <laughs> that. And like it, the winner gets a good yeah. prize. Honestly, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll do that. 150, 150 pound, 150 pound challenge. <laughs> but appreciate you, Colton, for coming on, my man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for competing. Yeah, was... And, uh, you look good. <laughs> Thanks. I think that was good. Um, it's good to hear from the athletes a little bit. Yeah, right. I mean, even after they're all tweeting and, you know, that was so fun. When we doing it again, it was all positive. Yeah, I think most I think most of the guys, you know, when come back, the only people who aren't were like, yeah, I'm just way out of shape. Nobody, right. nobody said they wouldn't come back because they didn't like the, the vibe or the atmosphere. Yeah, so. exactly. The people who said they wouldn't wrestle said they'd coach. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> But no, I'm trying to think if there's anything that we missed on. I've just um, talked about it so much. I had like nine, uh, not nine. I had like probably five or six people that came in the shop today that either went to the event or watched it. Yeah. Um, so I've talked about it quite a bit today. So I'm just hoping I'm not leaving anything out. But. Right. Um, 
Shout out Oldest Greatest for wrestling. Shout out Oldest and Greatest. Came all the way from Michigan. That match was actually, I, yeah. for some reason, I thought he got whooped, and then I went back and watched it. He was wrestling hard to get back. Jake Neiman got gassed a little bit. Yeah, he but, got those back points at the beginning that really helped him out. Yeah, he and took him down, looked, took him straight back. Jack, we got to get Jake another match. Yeah. Uh, some you and I wrestlers uh, sent me a picture. They're of, hungry uh, now? No, they, they found they found Jake that night or the next night <laughs> partying, and they're like, they took pictures, and they're like, pictures, <laughs> they're like, pictures with the champ. It was awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Let's go. Like, if our guys are out there getting freaking yeah. know, recognized, I mean, they probably already knew each other because Jake was a good wrestler in high school. Um, Still. But it was just like, and he, Jake was wearing the stalemates hat and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it is. Oh, and it was super fun. I thought it was really cool to see people out in the crowd wearing stalemates gear. Oh, dude, yeah. To the event. Especially like something about little kids wearing them was like, hell yeah. yeah you uh, know? Like, just seeing like a like little eight-year-old like right. walking around repping the brand and you know like people love the van shirt and stuff like that but there's people wearing like the og gray oh yeah stalemates hat yeah and stuff like yeah. that yeah i saw people walking in uh wearing the og the white shirt with the stalemate shirt. yeah you know what I'm yep. saying? man that was sick it was super cool also shout out to josh at barbarian apparel he was there the whole freaking weekend and and killed it shout out to ryan warner and and uh corby for also killing it coming mm -hmm. all those people came from different states so without them you know we might not be able to have them every single time, but uh, we're gonna do our best, and and we'll find, uh, you know, we always we always have people that are, are helping us, and and it's freaking awesome. Couldn't do it without them. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for Colton for coming on the show. Thank you for all the Stanley athletes for competing hard. Um, subscribe to our Patreon, three dollars and ninety nine cents a month, and we can keep doing these things. Uh, stay subscribed, and we can keep doing these things. We're gonna try to turn around and do this thing fast. Uh, we're talking about doing it Halloween weekend. We'll see. That might be kind of quick. Um, see if my wife will tolerate it, but um, anything you want to say to the people? No. I mean, that's kind of how the last one started off for us. We were like, this will probably be coming up soon. And Let's then, just do it. Sure enough. So, stalemate's too soon. Peace, guys.